welcome to the latest episode of the Thinking Arts Podcast. I would say which number it is, but I can't remember. I'm going to go with 159, possibly. I don't know. My name is Roscoe. Hello. I am joined, of course, by Miles Thompson. Howdy, partner. How's it going, pal? Not too bad, thank you, sir. A little bit tired today. Haven't been sleeping well. I think it's the sun. Don't like oh, no. the, the warm weather. Not a fan, you know? Oh, man. Yeah. But it's all right. We, we've got games to talk about, so life is good. We've got a lot to talk about this week. Yeah. We are going to be power driving the news this week. Yeah, a cool. lot to discuss. Very exciting. <laughs> I'll wait. A what? I said I can't wait. Oh. What did you think I said? I don't know. This is really awkward. I'm going to move on. Cats, <laughs> <clears throat> um, <Kat>, hello. <laughs> hello. Hello, mate. How are you? Hello, mate. I'm all right, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, so, um, um, so what have, you, what have you been up to? Um, not too much. I think I'm having a little bit of a hay fever moment, so I'm sorry if I sound like I'm in the bath. Not no. in the bath. It's just my hay fever. Um. Yeah, the sun, I'm not happy with the weather, okay? I kind of want a strong word with it. Because mm. Friday at work, I sweat my tits off, pal. Like, Thursday, Wednesday, <laughs> Tuesday, Monday, sweat my tits off. Then I thought, do you know what? This weekend's going to be so nice. Maybe we'll go to mini golf. Maybe we'll have a lovely day. Huh. I got woken up at 7am by rain. It absolutely pissed it down. And I was like, oh, do you know what? Fair enough, fine, whatever. But the audacity to be really hot on Monday... I'm not having it. I'm not having it. I need. I need to write a letter. I don't know who to. The Sun. I don't. Not the paper. The Sun, but the the actual sure. Sun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Yeah. So other than that, I'm good. But um, I'm not happy. This needs to happen this weekend. Like, mm. what have you got planned this weekend? Are you going to another wedding? <laughs> no, thank fuck. Not that I don't love every wedding that I'm not invited to. If everyone uh-huh. that people have been friends with, but like we do have a lull for about three weeks, and then I have my brother's wedding. <laughs> oh my god! Um, yeah. But uh, no, nothing so much. So maybe we'll go mini golf this week. But I'd like it if it didn't rain. Fair. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get you. Yeah, I get you. I get um, you. Oh, in the ongoing saga of where is Cat's birthday present? Oh. Um, it has now arrived. It is at my flat. <gasps> How exciting. Ross got me a birthday present. That's so sweet. I'm so, honestly really excited. I just, it is really it's something quite little, but hopefully you'll love it. Um, oh, that's so cute. I'll get it to you at some point this week, hopefully. You're a legend. Um, and of course, joining us for the first time on the main pod, you would have heard him on the incredible Elden Ring. Spoiler special, but he's here now to take on the quiz. Oh my goodness me. It's Tom Woods. Hello. Hello, bud. How are you? I'm good. You know, again, still a bit nervous early on the podcast, but I want to be here. Um, It's exciting. It is exciting. It is exciting. Thank you so much for uh, coming on. It is an absolute treat. Um, Your first review is up now. Yes. Very exciting times. Um, Mm -hmm. You are now officially a Metacritic critic which is it's uh it's a weird feeling yeah it doesn't <laughs> ever get old man believe I've, me i've written for a site or two before and i had my own for a little while and this kind of now feels like it's legitimizing it a little <laughs> bit in a weird way yeah mm, that's that's really cool man when we hit metacritic it was such an amazing feeling i remember sean and... sean making a tweet about it i'm pretty sure oh we lost our minds big time and yeah, two year, two three years down the line, it's still 
but still pretty awesome. It's like when Kat got her first one on Metacritic, when Miles got her first one on Metacritic. Oh, it's always such a big moment. It's, it's such an a big moment. Feeling. It's so it really cool. It's... To like Google the site and then look on and you're like, that's me. That's my name. <laughs> so yeah, man, it's really cool. And yeah, thank you for coming on. No, no worries. Right, let's get into our games of the week. So, Miles, from the top, what is your game of the week? Uh, I've gone back to Jurassic World Evolution 2 for the Biosyn Dominion, Dominion Bite, whatever it's called, expansion. <laughs> more dinos, basically. Yay. Uh, yeah, more dinosaurs. There are now feathered dinosaurs. They have feathers on them instead of just regular scales, I guess. I don't even know. What, do you, what would you call it? Skin? Scales? Um, so there's now feathered dinosaurs that look pretty cool. Uh, there's a really tall herbivore one, which is like really lanky and kind of slender man looking as a dinosaur, which is as horrifying as it sounds. Uh, there's a quote unquote new campaign, which I'm going to debunk that right now. It's not a campaign. It's two levels, which are really short. So don't think you're actually getting an actual campaign because you're not. Um, and the only new mechanics it adds is that you can use like ranger teams, which are like the little jeeps that you like send out to look after your dinosaurs and whatever. And you can manually control them, but no one does because they're really horrible to drive and just not very cool. Um, And they've now added a mechanic where you have to drive them manually and you have to just herd dinosaurs. So you get like a cone in front of you and you press R1 and it whistles at them and then they move forward. That's it. I mean, it sounds like it should be fun, but it isn't. Oh no! <laughs> it's just really boring. Um, so there's there's also a new power system. So instead of having these really ugly pylons all over your park, making it look horrible, you can now do like an entire underground network of hyperloops or loops um, that carry your electricity or whatever, which is kind of cool. Um, except you only use it in the campaign level, and then you never really need to use it for anything else. So it's kind of pointless. Um, so it kind of feels a bit like there's a new chaos theory scenario as well, which took me about thirty minutes to finish um it's just i think this is 15 or 16 pounds and i'm really questioning how many people would buy this at full price of what it's asking for and think oh yeah that was a good deal because it's not um yeah it's fine if you want more Jurassic World evolution 2 then it will give you a tiny bit more but it's mostly repeating the same stuff with new mechanics that aren't that fun so yeah i wouldn't really recommend it i'm afraid which i'm quite sad about oh man that's really unfortunate yeah, I feel like the DLC's been quite a disappointment in comparison to how good the base game was. Um, and although there's like, I think there's about 10 new dinosaurs in total now, maybe, give or take. But before they realise that they could, they should have stopped to realise and see if they should. Is that the, yes. that's, that's not the quote, is it? Before they I don't should, think so, but I like it anyway. <laughs> so it's a really... Oh, you just go with the, uh, the what is it when he says like that's a big pile of shit <laughs> it's an iconic line from Jurassic Park and I can't and I completely fucked it up I feel like um, you were 90% there I got the gist uh, uh, I'm going to get it right before the end of the podcast <laughs> you're going to look it up while we're I am going to look it up big time I'm going <laughs> to get it right damn it I look forward uh, to it coming out <laughs> uh, Cat your game of the week you know, I've actually had a busy weekend, considering we were so angry at the weather. I was like, you know what? I'm going to platinum two games this weekend. And that's what I did. Um, so the first game that I'm going to talk about is finally got around to playing Life is Strange True Colors. Finally. Um, so me and Miles have managed to swap PlayStations. 
finally so we've been able to like have access to each other's library um which basically gives me a whole host of games and of course he bought life strange when it first came out i've bought horizon it all works out he's playing horizon right now i'm playing life strange happy days um and you know what i wasn't in love with it and that makes me really sad (laughs) because i know i know um i feel like it could have gone heavier i feel like it could have gone darker it felt like the choices that you were making were not high enough in stake and maybe that's because i'm i'm remembering detroit become human and they are really high stakes when you make those choices and they influence the game so heavily but also i remember life is strange before the storm and i remember thinking like this is fucking dark bro uh, you know there's people committing suicide jumping out well and even in life is strange as well like there's people jumping out windows there's you know all sorts um people dying people get murdered and like yeah i don't know it felt like really nice to jump back into like i guess the 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 world verse of life is strange but for me i guess when the main premise is around emotion um at one point i thought they were going to play like this really surface level mental health card where i thought this is going to actually i'm going to rip this game apart on monday if they do this and they didn't so thank you life is strange there's nothing worse when you watch a film and they try to blame or excuse something by having mental health and and i think that's such you know that's such a like discrimination towards mental health to portray it in such a negative way or to have negative outcomes like like or glamorizing negative mental health like fuck that so that really that was about to annoy me but they didn't do that so well done them but they did touch upon it Uh, yeah I just feel like when you are talking or when you are referencing a lot around emotion and being able to feel and see other people's emotions and then having an impact and a sway those decisions could have been greater and those decisions could have, I don't know, played with your heartstrings a little bit more. I feel like I've played more emotive games in the last year. And I feel like for me saying that I've played Life Strange over the weekend, that's a very telling thing. Um, But I still enjoyed it. And I think that was because I like, I like the game and I like the franchise as as its own. It was nice to jump back in. Um, And the second game is The Artful Escape. Again, it was absolutely fine. (laughs) Uh, but I feel like I remember watching the trailer being like that looks that looks like the tits um as you can tell the tits are are my favorite word this week (laughs) but I just yeah I when I went through it I was a bit like okay um this is fine (laughs) it's like a four or five hour game if that um but I just felt very like the art style is absolutely incredible I think I just remember watching the trailer thinking that looks amazing and then I think I was playing it like oh this is cool but it's not what I thought it was going to be even though it's still very cool I found myself like skipping through the dialogue not really caring about the story um and yeah but even so I still had fun I don't regret playing either of them I'm glad I've got them in my in my catalogue they were cool um so yeah mixed bag but you know maybe i was just in a bad mood with whoever who knows maybe (laughs) (laughs) taking out life is strange i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry tech nine i'm sorry skronix (laughs) love me (laughs) i think i think we all know what's happened here i think fortnite has ruined other games for you that's what it is maybe Mm. yeah (laughs) Yeah, you realize that that is the peak. It doesn't get any better, and so now you're uh, like, yeah. I mean, like, can you Damn. really have a true game of the week if it's not Fortnite every week? You yeah, know, this is what I'm saying. 
This is what I'm saying, bruv. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, that's interesting. It's interesting. I like your take on Life is Strange because it was unexpected. Thank you. I had a feeling you were going to like go crazy over it. Yeah, you know? I did as well. Good I night. really did. You know, I was hyped for it. I, I did PR for it. I was like, yeah, Deck Nine, let's be besties. Give me that code. And then <laughs> I like, didn't. <laughs> and then Miles got it day one. And then I just kept meaning to play it. And then we didn't swap PlayStations for like forever. Then Horizon came out. Then I went to, you know, life happens. And then I was like, mm. shit, I haven't played Life is Strange yet. And that was the first game I downloaded when we um, swapped PlayStation. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't worth that the turmoil I put myself through. Really. It's been um, yeah, it's been down. It's been on Game Pass for a while, so it's been, it's been downloaded on my Xbox for for ages. Yeah, and I think it, it's yeah. good to jump into if you've played the other ones. But I think if you're expecting the same emotional impact as the other ones, maybe hold your breath a bit. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I mean that's my opinion. I don't know what Miles would say about that as other Life is Strange super fan uh, that he is. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Wait, what would mm. I say about it? I said I don't know what you'd say about like I said. Well, he's not even listening to me. I have oh, listened. Two I episodes like... in a row. He's not <laughs> I was listening. <laughs> I was, listening. I I was saying that Miles. Okay, now that you're listening, was that I feel <laughs> that this life is strange is not as emotive as the other two. So maybe hold your breath. But not that they're not good. It's just that you know I don't know why this is a deep dive into life is strange. But I was just saying. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you would disagree with that and maybe you'd say they are there are some motive but i don't feel that they are oh okay sorry i'm with you now um no actually i think i'd agree with you i don't think <laughs> um true colors is as punchy um, yeah although, i do think it goes into some dark stuff but it doesn't like commit to it i think like, that's yeah, yeah that's what i mean stuff. like it knocks on the door and then doesn't and then runs away yeah that's a pretty good analogy <laughs> for it yeah i'd, I'd agree with that <laughs> like not but, not ginger wow. is really dark <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> But I think I liked Alex a bit more as a main character than you, so I think that carried me a bit more. Yes. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, Tom, your game of the week, good sir. Uh, yeah, I've played a couple of things besides uh, Metal Max, which I reviewed. Um, this year's been kind of dry for me in terms of stuff I've wanted to play, so I've been going for a lot of backlog stuff. Uh, and I finally got around to playing Observation, uh, which came out oof, three years now, hmm. three years ago now. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, I don't know if you know what it is, so I'll explain it. Uh, you are um, the AI inside a space station. And you have to you use like the camera systems to solve puzzles and progress the story. Um, and it's just like a really, it's got great atmosphere. Um, it looks great. And it it does some tropey stuff that I really like. Um, but I won't say anything about it because it is like spoilery stuff. Um, but yeah, that was a solid thing. I loved their last game, uh, Stories Untold. It's, a, it's another great little game. Um, but yeah, but ugh, there's not really much you can say about Observation without kind of giving away a lot of what the game yeah. is. I had played Observation actually mm-hmm. a, a couple of years ago. I think we reviewed it actually a little while back. And yeah, it's one of those things that you've really got to play yourself to fully the, kind of yeah, grasp it for sure. The the trailer does not give away a lot other than no. the, sort of the core concept. Uh, and I also checked out on Game Pass uh, the new Ninja Turtle game. Uh, yes. Revenge. Uh, I'm not a huge beat-em-up person and I don't really have any nostalgia for the uh, late 80s show, which is clearly what they're going for. I think I got all the voice factors back. Um, 
but it's really fun. It was just like a really fun way to sort of spend a couple of hours. And if if you've got like a group of friends to play it with, this I imagine you've got quite a lot there. Um, and a six player co-op, which is kind of nuts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, looks great. Plays nicely. It's like it's not too complicated, but there's a little bit of depth to it. Yeah, just, I can't a, believe just you've a been solid it, little time. Oh, I did it in one sitting. It's only a couple of hours. My God, man. I've seen people play like five, six hours on this thing. Nope. Did it uh, Did it in one sitting. I didn't expect to, but I wasn't sure how long it is. It's uh, 16 levels, I think. Did total. it in one sitting. This is, this is getting miles running for his money right now. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, each level takes... It even eclipses me, I think. Six or seven minutes, I reckon. I'll be like, hey, Miles, how are you getting on with the game? Oh, yeah, platinum dip today. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you started it this morning yeah yeah it's all done yeah it's yeah done, bro. i don't mess around Man. but i think tom messes around even less than me that's very impressive i've um i thought there was a lot uh, gonna be more to it really mm. but i, I think beat em ups tend to be sort of more short and replayable yeah i'm a big fan of it actually i'm i've been playing it myself this week and it really scratches that itch of the 80s cartoons that I used to grow up watching. And it's completely aimed at that audience, you know. Absolutely from beginning to end. You know, even starting off with the bloody cartoon intro at the very start, you know, that's oh, such yeah. a such a like nostalgia punch to the face. It's like, okay, we're in now. I know what this is. This is gonna be sick. And being able to play as KC and being able to play as April and you know, having all those little moments in it. And it is, it's a it's a streets of rage side scrolling beat em up, and it's Nothing more and nothing less than that, really. Um, but it just hits all those nostalgia buttons for me and um, something that I'm thoroughly enjoying. I haven't beaten it yet. I'm sort of taking my time with it, having a good time. But it's, uh, yeah, it's exactly that. It's just a lot of fun. It really is a lot of fun. Um, what's my game of the week? My game of the week? My, I really haven't got one because I've, I've, I've been playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which I've just talk, talked about. And, you know, just scrubbing away on Fortnite. I haven't really played anything else. I've jumped back into Forza Horizon 5. Um, I downloaded it on my PC. Um, now that I'm kind of amazed that I've got a PC that can run Forza Horizon 5. And it just, yeah, it looks, it looks stunning. That's one for your list, Miles, if you want to check out how sexy your laptop is. Maybe Forza Horizon 5. Yeah, I feel like a racing game is always a good shout for checking out spectacular graphics, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, the 1080p screen is like, ah, oh, damn it. But everything looks very crisp and shiny. Uh, so well, well worth a look. If you, have you got a PC Game Pass? Yes, I do now. Okay, cool. Well, then, yeah, no brainer. <laughs> Just go. For I it. can play anything, anything. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've been I've been checking out the demos on Steam, doing the Steam Fest. Um, had a lot of fun with Agent Sixty Four, which is that little GoldenEye kind of esque thing. It was pretty damn tough. I can't. I don't remember GoldenEye being that tough, but it actually is. You know, it's pretty. It's, yeah, it's tricky, isn't it? Tricky, yeah. don't fuck around. But it is it's, fun. <laughs> I did enjoy it. It was a lot of fun. Um, I played Midnight uh, Midnight Train Express, or whatever it's called. And yeah, how great trailer. Disappointing game. Yeah, it was okay. It. It's yeah. okay. Shamefully uh did not hit those those buttons for me that I was hoping it would. Um I'm playing a game called Movie Home or something. I can't remember the name of it. It's Movie Dome or something. I don't know. Anyway, you run a film studio and you get to make movies and you make loads of money and stuff like that. And it's one of like those um those movie sim uh simulator things and it's it's great i'm having a good time with that that is the kind of thing that i always find myself sinking a lot of time into um i love things like theme park and theme hospital and stuff like that so 
yeah, this thing is, uh, it's only a demo right now, but hopefully when the full thing comes out, I can jump on it. Uh, so that's probably been my highlight of the Steam Fest demos, but there's so many. So uh, yeah, I need to get a top 10 from somewhere and just kind of dump into them. So well, hopefully I could do that soon. So yeah, my life has been primarily Steam demos and Fortnite, which is pretty much my entire life anyway, because hey, I have nothing else to do. So, <laughs> so that's me. Um, right then, let's get into the quiz. And it's over to Kat. Hello, hello, hello. Um, so for the purposes of anybody who has not played the quiz before, um, essentially yeah. what you will do is hey. play the quiz. <laughs> oh, hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um, is that hey, you, Miles? What's up? No, actually it wasn't me that time, no. Oh, okay. Um, why are you all so chaotic around me? As soon as I unmute, you're just like hey. ha- hammering your own soundboard. Oh, now what? Anywho, <laughs> you're... Can shush for a second while I explain it. <laughs> um, so it's I'll fast finger first. <laughs> Guys, it's Tom's first quiz. Let's sorry, be sorry, respectful. Sorry, sorry. I mean, I'm not even sure if my soundboard works. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. If your soundboard doesn't work, then you can squawk you, like Toby. You have to do the Toby. Yeah, you, you have to do the squawk. Um, so essentially, I'm going to. It's very similar to last week, so I thought there's enough celebrities in the world to kind of like cheese this out for two weeks, and um, and then next week I'm I'm going to come up with a new theme um, of some sort. So essentially, oh, no. I'm going to I know <laughs> I'm essentially going to Mars. I can't wait till you host a podcast and I do this to you the whole time when you're talking. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not hosting another one. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say the actor, and then I'm going to say the year of the. F- of the game that what? I am speaking of. Miles, <laughs> That's I'm not me. It's not out. even me. It's Frost. <laughs> You're blaming me. Your little green God damn it, coming Miles. Up. It's not even <laughs> Let me. Let her finish, all right? Oh, this is disgusting. <laughs> I'm being so... Oh. I'm so sorry, Kat. So sorry for me. I can mute him if you want me to. <laughs> yeah, go on. Go on then, Ross. If you could, just mute him. Fuck it. I can it. mute him. Fuck I cannot him. believe this is happening right now. It's a terrible first impression. <laughs> I really should mute Miles, actually, during the quiz. I never even thought of that before. I have that power. <laughs> <laughs> So anywho, I'm going to name the actor, then I'm going to name the game, the game, the film, the bloody hell. That will be helpful, Now you've got you. me, now you've got me messing <laughs> up. Then I'm going to name the year of the game that I'm talking about, and then fastest finger first for the game. Um, there are things uh-huh. that this is a little bit harder than last week, in my personal opinion. It might not be for you guys. Um, I've kind of you know maybe just looked a little harder you know just, just thought i'd make it a bit like you know round two hard mode um so if you need a hint then i will give you a hint um of other stuff that they've been in or if you don't recognize who the actor is um You're right, then I will give you a hint. impossible ross can is I... there any way you can mute yourself <laughs> <laughs> can i check if my soundboard works of course you can <laughs> Did did that come through? The tiniest bit louder, bit. I think. Yeah. I don't know how to sort this out. <laughs> is it on your phone? Mm, oh, okay. This is how you're doing it. Yeah. yeah so you, you could go. do it on your phone, okay. and then yeah, yeah, then you just like. I was it. wondering how it was gonna. Pick yeah, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, you yeah, heard yeah. must have been through my headphones. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. No, you have to do it on your phone because it's like separate thing. Yeah. I I found that out as well because I was like really like mind boggled about like how this would work. I was like, what? Um, um, which sucks because I really want to do a hardle game quiz, but I can't figure out how to do it other than like 
going into YouTube or doing stuff like that, and there's an mm-hmm. ad that will come up every time, so it's super annoying. Uh, have you got Spotify? Oh my god, I do have Spotify. That's a great shout, Ross. But then again, then there might be time between finding each one. That's the thing. I can't cue the. Oh, I can't play- You gotta make a playlist. You gotta make a playlist. You know what I'm <gasps> Oh my god, I'm gonna do a hurdle one, right? Okay. Oh <laughs> That's a good idea though. Oh yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. I've got the soundboard. Let me test it. Okay. Yes. Ever so slightly, you might have to hold it up to your mic. Nice. Like it. Um fabulous. Okay, Ross. Yes. What is your um <laughs> I wonder buzzer today? Well, finally, you've given me a chance to use my buzzer. <laughs> God, I'd hate for you to feel left out. Uh, Amy. Thank you very much. Tom, would you like to... Uh, uh, Amy. Ross. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, would you like to buzz your buzz? Let's go. <laughs> very nice. And Miles? Impossible. Okay. Thank you very much. So it's whoever I hear first or I see on the screen lights up first. Are you guys ready? Are you guys yeah. feeling calm? Not you, Tom. No, Are the no, other no. two? I think that's <laughs> but I think this is excited nervousness from the other guys because they think they're going to get smashed. We're scared, okay? Yeah, We're scared. scared. We that's all very it scared. is. Okay. So um, I'm just double checking that I definitely do have years for everything. Okay, that's fine. I was like, <laughs> um, okay. So question one, Rami Malek. 2015. It's impossible. Tom? Until dawn. Well done, babe. Good one. Uh, question. Oh, Roscoe, we might as well just set out, to be honest. <laughs> I don't even think we're needed here anymore. I love that game. Yeah, great game. Great game. Uh, question two. Clancy Brown, 2018. It's a Tom? It's, uh, it's Detroit. It is Detroit, yeah. Oh, Christ alive. Well... <laughs> <laughs> he plays Hank. He also plays uh, Mr. Krabs. Mr. Krabs, yeah. yeah. And, and he's the Kurgan in Highlander. <laughs> I, told you, We're I told you. <laughs> wealth of useless knowledge. I'm already impressed and in awe. I'm already two questions uh, in. I just want to say thanks, everyone. This has been a great episode. <laughs> Take me off the site. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. You won't be seeing Tom, however, because he's too good to the good. No, I'm kidding. He's wiped from history. <laughs> Um, question three, Giancarlo Esposito, 2021. Uh, uh, Ross. Far Cry 6. God damn well it. <laughs> well, that was an easy one. I had to get one, damn it. Yeah. Um, question four, Gillian Anderson, date Ooh. to be determined. Let's go. Tom. Uh, is it oh, Star Citizen? Oh, no, Beyonce. No, it's not, but I really <sighs> thought you were going to get that then. Anyone else? To be determined. Oh, God. To be determined. This is really embarrassing if this game is actually out because I try to look for a date everywhere for this game. Now I just want to know what it is. Yeah. Anyone? Uh, uh, Amy. Ross? Star Milfs. <laughs> <laughs> no. Miles. You play that game though, wouldn't you? Come on, let's do that. Uh, play that game. It, it sounds like an OnlyFans game. Um. <laughs> Miles. Diablo 4. No. Um, so the game is called um Squadron Squ- Squadron 42. <laughs> it's Squadron 42. That's the oh, that's that the single that's them. the single yeah. player yeah. part of Star Citizen. <laughs> uh, well in fairness, I think Tom did actually get that because it is part of that game. <laughs> 
Well, do you know what? I'll give it to Tom then. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Mean, fair enough. I definitely Damn it, Miles. need the point. In the interest <laughs> of fairness, he did get the game. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I'm so sorry. Smells like trash. No, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> um, question five: Rich Summer, 2016. What is Rich Summer? <laughs> I don't know. Fucking If you'd like, if you'd like a hint, if none of you know who he is, if you'd like a hint of what famous show he's been in. Yeah, I think we all me. want a hint. Mad Men. Me, me, me. He's been. <laughs> he's been in Mad Men. Oh, but like half the cast of Mad Men were in it. <laughs> L.A. Noire. I was going to say. Uh, uh, Amy. Ross. L.A. Noire. <laughs> yeah, that was 2016. No. I'm pretty sure. Oh. Let's go. Tom? The, the VR version of L.A. Noire. <laughs> <laughs> the re-release version of L.A. Noire. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, uh, Amy. Ross, I can't imagine. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't know. Miles? Oh, no. Tom knows this now. No, 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 no. The door are the spiritual I'm, points available. I've already spent my... You, you, send you have that. spent your real point, but you could... Miles? Oh, um, L.A. Noir 2. For fuck's sake. Tom, There's no what, such thing as L.A. Noir 2, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> the game literally does not exist. There's no such person as Rich Sommer either. Have <laughs> you Googled it? Have you, like, have last you Googled week? it? Fucking Googler. Yeah, Tom, what was your guess going to be? I was going to say Mafia Free. Oh, no, it's Firewatch. Oh, see the He's fucking. He's the park ranger. God damn it. I literally introduced Sissy Jones for that game. Oh, <laughs> I know. Well, the thing is, that's why I put it in because I was like, I know that pretty much everyone must have played this game. I know Miles has, mm-hmm. I know Ross definitely has. And I didn't, obviously, Tom, I didn't know that. I've played but, Firewatch. <laughs> yeah. That's really embarrassing. Sorry, Sissy Jones, yeah, if you're listening. That, that is embarrassing. Which I know you are. <laughs> Question six. Uh, Christopher Walken, 1996. Oh, uh, 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 Miles. Batman. No. <laughs> what? what? I, no Batman? I was two years old. I don't know. I was free, and I think I know. Wow, in the Batman. <laughs> be crazy. I'll Tom? Christopher Walken. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I know, I know it's like a old point and click style game I think he's like the main character mm. I do not know the name of it so I'm, I'm not going to get it Ross? Uh, can I have a hint please? You can um, what of the game? Yeah. No who's Chris? <laughs> no 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 of what you had for dinner yesterday <laughs> uh, uh, um, yeah you can have a hint give me two seconds because Thanks, I was also four years old oh, okay. um, so is an interactive movie point and click adventure game developed by Take Two Interactive. Take the two. cast includes Christopher Walken, uh, Karen Allen, Burgess Meredith, David Patrick Kelly, someone, 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 and someone, someone, someone. It's single player. It's from Take Two and Game Tech. It was released on Microsoft Windows, DOS OS, DOS, and classic Mac oh, OS. What's up? Yeah, I was going to um, say like <laughs> retro wrap up MS DOS. <laughs> Uh, Secret Monkey Island? It's not. It's a game called... And Tom, to be fair, to his credit, knew it was a point-and-click game, and it is. So, you know, fair play, but it's called Ripper. It's, like, really FMV-heavy. Yeah. That's a deep cut. Yeah, it's like a like an adventure thrillery <laughs> type thing. Um, anywho, uh, number seven, Peter Dinklage, 2014. Uh, uh, Amy. Ross. Destiny. 
Yeah. God damn it. Before he got <laughs> kicked out by Shafton, Nolan yeah. North. Dinklebot. Oh man, he was so oh, I'll never, I, will, I will never forget that. Oh look, there's a moon. There's a base. There's a on wizard the on moon. the moon. Oh, look at it. Wow. I got it. Absolutely, <laughs> I got it. He got paid. He got paid <laughs> quite a lot. Um, okay, be mindful of the date here on this oh, one, and that's okay. all I'll say, okay, because it's very easy to jump in, and and I would, you know, other people wouldn't give you that hint, but I'm just warning you in advance, okay? You're so kind. I know. Question eight, Chloe Grace Moretz, 2016. Oh, fuck. I know that. But do I? No, apparently not. <laughs> You know it, Ross, because if you do, I buzz do. in, pal. Buzz in. <laughs> I remember covering it. And it was... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have even reviewed it. It wasn't It wasn't kick-ass the game or anything, anything fucking stupid like that, was it? Well, you have to buzz in and find out, won't you? But... <sighs> <laughs> oh, so now, was, it, was, it kick- was there a kick-ass game? There was a kick-ass game, wasn't there? No, Ross. I'm the game host. I cannot give anything away. You know, there, there definitely was Ross. <laughs> there definitely was. But was it in 2016? I just buzzed. Oh, I'm sorry, Miles. To, Miles. I'm trying to uh, work out Deadpool if it was. The game. Game. Deadpool the game. Yeah, there was a Deadpool game in 2016. I'm pretty sure. Oh, fair enough. But no, that's not the one I'm thinking of. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, 2016 seems quite late for Kickass. Uh, Would you like a hint? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This is not her first appearance in the franchise, but it's just one that gave her the most screen uh, time. Uh, Amy Ross, I'm taking a swing here. Is it Dishonored? Which one? Be very careful with what you say. Oh, she, plays she plays Emily. She plays Emily in Dishonored. Yeah. Okay. Um, does. Okay. I is that the final answer? Is Dishonored your final answer? No, it was it, that was before 2016. Um, Dishonored two. <laughs> is that your final answer? Yeah, you would be correct, Ross. Yes! Well done. Well I done, tried Ross. to warn you so bad there. I mean, like, she plays Emily, and I was like, I know she fucking plays. I, I broke no, that, that down. Yeah. I broke I that down piece no by idea. piece. <laughs> yeah, I so played that game three times. The original Dishonored is a 2012, and she plays Little Emily, and then obviously in the second one, she's the protagonist. Jesus, so, no um, that's why I said caveat. She, this is not her first appearance in the franchise. And when mm. Ross went Dishonored, I was like, "Final answer," because I feel like I've just said to you. <laughs> you really, really led me there, to be honest. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I broke that down like piece by piece. Like I'm, I'm going to work this out. Sorry <laughs> for everyone else not getting a chance there, but I fuck it. That was mine. So I, mean, I, said we, I don't think enough. we'd have ever got it. <laughs> Literally, I've played that game three times and I had no idea. Um, question nine, Charles Dance. Oh, 2015. God. Let's go. Tom. Uh Witcher 3. Yeah. What? He's oh. the emperor. Oh, he's the emperor. <laughs> nice one. Uh, Literally, as soon as I said it to myself, I was <laughs> like, oh, like oh, yes. <laughs> And last but not least, question 10, Michael Fassbender. Let's go. Tom? Fable 3. <gasps> no this fucking guy, way. This uh, guy, well done. I'm not I'm turning up for the Hold on, anymore. no, no, no. I'm going to preface that with literally yesterday I watched a uh, like video essay on all the Fable games. And until I watched that, <laughs> I had no idea he played your brother in, for, Do you know uh, in Fable 3. Is that I actually didn't even say the year then. I completely forgot. I got too excited about the end of the quiz. Tom so didn't, didn't even say, need it. Didn't, didn't even need the year. 
Thank you. I'm not, I'm not turning up these quizzes anymore. So, Ross, you had three miles. I'll take it. Yeah, I got none. It's you fine. You didn't get anybody. But Tom, first main podcast, first quiz win. You got five, my dude. So well done and congratulations. I don't think this will be his only one. Yeah. I don't think I'll be allowed back on. <laughs> <laughs> no, well done, mate. Well, you did great. I hope you enjoyed Tom's first and only mm-hmm. episode of the <laughs> He's absolutely shown up me and Ross going me especially. I'll see myself out. <laughs> that was your a, that crown. Was a, you'll your take crown your quiz top. win and you'll leave a happy man. Yeah, you'll leave mm-hmm. your, your trophy in your crown. That was a storming performance. I mean, yeah, well, well done, Tom. Well awesome. played. Well I wouldn't played, have got so. that Fable 3 one if this podcast got recorded yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's great. And then you'd have thought that like the internet was teasing you. <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Uh, right then, let's get into some news, and there's a lot to get into uh, this week. So, what we're going to do is, I'm going to try and cram um, Capcom, Square Enix, Dragon's Dogma 2, all of the kind of one thing. Uh, we've trying to cover all the showcases that we've missed over the past few days, and there's been some big news, especially from Capcom and Square Enix. Uh, Square Enix, particularly, was the Final Fantasy VII showcase. Lots of news coming out of that. Uh, the Capcom showcase, lots of news coming out of that, which was the night that we recorded last week. So, I know we're way behind now on this, but there's a lot of cool stuff to talk about. So uh, let's get into it. Um, I'm going to start with Tom. Um, Tom from the Capcom Showcase. What uh, what highlights that you uh, saw that you wanted to get into? Everything Resident Evil. Okay, let's do this. Uh, I made a big post about it on the site. You sure uh, did. That Resident Evil 8 DLC announcement is like up until Dragon's Dogma 2, which we're going to talk about later. Um, but it's also Capcom. Uh, Resident Evil 8 DLC was like my favorite announcement of this entire thing. Uh, that's that's very interesting because I have Resident Evil fans who were so convinced of themselves that the Resident Evil 8 DLC was going to be Lady D influenced well, in some way. That's, and so that's they're all part of it. They're all a bit disappointed. That's part of it. You can be her in mercenaries mode. No, they wanted to they they, they wanted to see her all walking around and sitting on their faces. Oh, that's what f- the VR. They knew what they were doing And in the next like two years We're going to see a lot more characters like that in games uh, Yeah, that, that DLC uh, is absolutely my shit uh, Village became my probably my favourite game in the whole series And that's a series I've been playing all my life um, I loved Village like to death i beat it like four times over a weekend uh got the plat love it and getting to bit play in third person is gonna really make that game feel totally different uh the new mercenary stuff's a lot of fun uh mercenaries mode is great and uh really really interested in the rose dlc that's coming too um looks really great um and I'm very happy we actually got to see it because earlier that week, I think I was during the PlayStation showcase, they showed off the VR stuff and it's where yeah. RE4 remake finally got shown. Um, but I was hoping that we'd get a look at the DLC and we did. And yeah, really excited about it. Cool. Um, and then also, yeah, Resident Evil 4, we saw like, about eight seconds of gameplay. Yeah, yeah it's that was still, that, it's that was like mm, come on was, guys. It was, it was nothing, a little more. 
but they did show us in that trailer that you can aim and move, which you couldn't do in the original RE4. So it Very is true. a little bit of something, just like the most nothing they could give us. Um, yeah, really looking forward to that. I think it was like a well-known secret, I guess. Mm. They, they did not keep that under wraps at all. Uh, and it's by the RE2 remake team too, Yeah, um, which, is, which awesome. is great. RE2 remake was great. I think RE3 remake was good but not as good. Um, and Reverse is coming out, but I don't care. I don't think anyone cares. Um, no, I don't think anyone cares about that. But if you own Village, it's free, so people will try it. I won't, because I don't care. <laughs> but, you know, it's something. What about the uh, the other announcements from Capcom? So we had uh, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Did you play Monster Hunter Rise? I did play Rise. I didn't play a load of it. I beat, I beat it up till credits roll but that's pretty much where the game starts and then I just sort of faded off it but rise is great and Cap- capcom in general over the ascent basically since resident evil 7 came out capcom have been like crushing it year after yeah. year really uh, monster hunter world was fantastic rise is really great um i kind of wish it would come to other consoles i know it's on pc now um mm. and apparently the pc port's great um but yeah, I, I I don't really have much to say on Sunbreak because I don't own Rise anymore. But yeah, I traded it in. But fair enough. I think it's uh, yeah, it's got a nice following, hasn't it? So oh, absolutely. I'm sure they're happy. I'm sure they're happy with what's to come. Uh, what about what about Exo Primal? I mean, come on. When that got announced, come like, on, earlier I this want this year, game so badly. <laughs> I wanted what I thought this game was going to be so badly. When they showed that off earlier this year, there was like a glimpse of a girl with like. Yeah, uh, like a bob cut and red hair, and I think the entire world thought, "Oh, it's Regina." Dino Crisis is happening finally, uh, and it wasn't. It was Exo Primal, a game which I forgot existed, apart from Dinosaur Rain, which is admittedly fucking great. This is a but video game where dinosaurs fall from the fucking sky. It's and it's genius. <laughs> not enough people are talking about that. I don't understand. This game looks absolutely wicked. The- I can't wait. The sheer amount of dinosaurs is genuinely oh, like staggering. Yeah, uh, it, it, I didn't expect it to be like a four on four thing. I think they confirmed that this this latest showcase they confirmed yeah. it was like a four v four. And I don't really know what the game is. It feels like for a long time Capcom have been trying to chase a competitive multiplayer game. They've tried to do it twice now, or maybe three times for Resident Evil, and it's just never happened. Re versus coming. They're trying to do it, and I don't think it's taken. Um, but Exo Primal is the most interesting looking out of all of those, if only for Dinosaur Rain. Dinosaur Rain, I love it. That's all I really need, you know? I don't think we need anything else. Um, Miles, how excited are you for Exo Primal? Come on. I want, I want a Dino You know crisis. you want, I know you want I Dino want Crisis. I want a Dino you're Crisis. Getting, you're not getting Dino Crisis. Well, you're I getting Exo Primal. I'm getting it on the new tiers, so it's fine. I'm going to play those. Old ones instead. No, I'm kidding. Um, Ooh, this new trailer are. was actually a little bit more exciting. I, I think I was just a bit butthurt and salty the first time that it wasn't Dino Crisis, so I kind of slagged it off and called it a day. Yeah, um, like Tom said about that 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 female character, they know what they're doing, don't they? Exactly. They know what they're doing. They, they know what they're doing. It's not fair, man. Don't pull on my heartstrings <laughs> like that. First, I had the Metal Gear remake, and now this. Um, but it actually does look like really stupid fun. And a T-Rex with kind of laser red eyes is kind of cool in a really stupid kind of way. Um, so yeah, Exo Primal looks good. Um, I'm intrigued to see the remake uh, PS5 
versions of all the Resident Evils 7, 2, and 3. Am I going to play Resident Evil 2 another six times? Maybe. Um, it's just a great game. So, yeah, I think Capcom's showing was pretty good. And Dragon Dogs, no, Dragon Do- Dragon's Dogma, there we go, uh, 2 is probably one of the biggest announcements for me, alongside another one that's coming up in a minute. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll get into that shortly. Uh, what did you make of the Resident Evil content? Uh, I haven't played Village yet. I've had it for all, probably about a year and a half. And I, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it. Um, and then, but yeah, the new content that they're releasing for it, third-person mode, is a big draw. I think it's kind of cool that they're doing that as like a, a whole expansion. Um, yeah, I think it's a good shout. I think, like Tom said, Capcom and Alien, everything they're doing right now is gold dust. And, you know, this was another showcase where there wasn't loads, but everything they had on there was really good. So, yeah, fair mm. play to them. Yeah, it was it was um it was quality, wasn't it, over quantity, I think. Very much so. And, and I appreciate that. Yeah, obviously the PS5 upgrades for two and three are out now. Oh. And seven as well, I believe. Yes. Um, which I haven't played two or the the two or three remakes yet. Uh so this oh. might give me the impetus to give them a go. Two is incredible. Three is very, very good. It's not as mm. good as two, but it's very hard to follow up a remake as good as two. Two is fantastic. Yeah, mm. Mr. X yeah. and all his shiny HD glory chasing around everywhere. Mm. Oh, it's unreal. Like, yeah, like I said in the state of play reaction, you know, four is my favorite resi of them all. So I can't wait to jump into that again. I'm very excited for that too. Super, very, super very hyped. excited. Um, Cap, what did you make of Capcom's uh, showing? Anything there that's getting you very excited? So it's, it's kind of like a slow news week for me because <laughs> this is why I'm glad you put me last because I know that Tom is very passionate about Resident Evil. I know Mars is very passionate about Resident Evil and the Final Fantasy stuff is all a bonus. I know Crisis Core is going to be a big thing for Miles when that came out and I lost a shit little bit on the Slack. The thing is, and I think I've said this multiple times on the, the pod, Resident Evil gets a fucking shout out of me. But like, in a way, I don't, do you know what? It's not even the game. It, it's like, it's the walking from Mr. X. Why you got to walk and catch up with me? Why are you just walking around the house for? Honestly, like, even thinking about it scares the shit out of me. There's no need for that. There's no need to be like, cr- oh, I did see a funny TikTok the other day where, like, obviously, you have the safe room, so he keeps, he just walks over to you and then you do the safe room and he starts walking up the stairs. And then, but that just gives me, there's something about running away and then someone walking and catching up to you i don't like the fact that he could just be around the corner in the dark that makes me want to pee my pants a little bit so i'm more than happy to watch somebody i'm like very much of like if the game isn't for me but it is a very good franchise like because i don't play it doesn't mean that i don't appreciate resident evil for the franchise that it is i actually would love to not piss my pants while playing it but unfortunately that would just happen so (laughs) um so I I really appreciate what what it's doing and and the the game modes it's out as someone who doesn't play it is really exciting that they are just showing so much injection of love into a franchise that's been going on for so long as well and adding new stuff to um, village and and new modes and things like that but I think I'm more of a I'll watch from behind you as you sit on the floor playing it and I'll scream and I'll have my hands over my like typical girl shit but i'm not a typical <laughs> girl person but with that game i am um so great cool amazing um and the thing is and i think i said this again on another pod i would love to get into final fantasy it's just something i've never had the op- it's not i've not had the opportunity it's just something i've never played and as the years go on shit keeps getting added it's becoming a bit more overwhelming <laughs> to, to jump in i think i need to have a proper deep dive with toby and be like listen 
where do I start? Because the, you know the, the you know the, the person. If you want to start anywhere, you'd start at the beginning. But that's fucking twenty five years ago. You can't. Could you realistically I mean, start there? I mean, I I haven't played any of them. I started at Seven Remake, and I are you don't... were you confused? No. Because this is the thing: is that people are like, oh my god, they all tell different stories. Yeah, they're all self contained stories. They're, they're not really. Connected. But people say that, and then everyone's like, I love Aerith, I love Cloud, and it's like, how do you love Cloud? There's one game, and then people are like, no, they're over this game yeah, and that I mean, game. But and Seven like... spun off into all sorts of different things. Yeah, Seven was the most popular, so it's got loads. And seven also, is you can a franchise remake totally. now because you've got my library, so you can play Seven Remake. It's good. Yeah, yeah, it is okay. very, very good. Uh, is, is, is that good. what you're suggesting? Is start with seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah just play seven remake. I'd suggest yeah, start with ten. I think ten is the best go-to for oh, a newcomer. Don't muddy the waters. <laughs> <laughs> Why ten over seven? Uh, ten is the first one where it sort of became what Final Fantasy is now, where it's okay. much more cinematic in its scope. It's got. Obviously, seven, six even had cinematic elements because it's got voice, it's fully voiced. Uh, there's more lavish FMVs. Um, and it's also like pretty simplistic in its design. It's not overwhelming like stuff like the MMOs or Final Fantasy 12 are. Okay. Um, and it's got a really great turn based combat system that's very different from any el- anything else but not so different that jumping into older or newer ones would feel wrong. Yeah. I think I also feel like half overwhelmed by the audience that love it so much because it is like, it's such a fan base, isn't it? Where you're like, oh, and then you're, I'm over here like dibbles. Like, what, what one do I play? <laughs> so 10 or seven. Okay. Like, and that's good to know. I was like, do you know what I mean? Like when something keeps getting added and it's a new Final Fantasy and it's new this or remake of that, you're like, fuck it now. This is so overwhelming. <laughs> Like, yeah, I mean, I got, I've got like next to no interest in Final Fantasy now, right? I, I am interested in the seven remake story that they're telling. You know, that is going to be my close-off point once this trilogy is done, and we'll talk about it in a second. I'm going to jump out because I have not got the time in my life for eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'd love to have like if I could go back in time and then play it. I would love to be like a super fan. I think it's such a great fan base to to be a part of, but. Yeah, like I said, Seven is kind of its own franchise at this point, and so it kind of spun off from its own thing and it became like the you had the film, you had Advent Children, and then Final Fantasy Seven Crisis Call again, which we'll talk about in a second. And so you know, Seven is where I know I wanted to start because the remake looks so awesome, and it is. It's a brilliant game. Yeah, um, I saw and, what I was playing the remake for a little bit, and I've got no connections to the original, so it just it on its own, it's a brilliant game. I think. Fair. Okay, thanks, guys. But yeah, so I mean, that's it for me in terms of that. Is like I'm really just an onlooker at this point, being like, this is really cool. This is really cool for the community. This is really cool for everybody who's dived in, jumped in, and new stuff is always cool. Uh, mm. But I've I've got no much more much more scope than that until I actually dive in or watch someone play Resident Evil again. I watched like so I used to watch. I watched Miles do the remake of two, and I saw him do like seven runs of it. And it still makes me go, who's behind you? Who's behind you? Stop, run, do that. And it's, I don't need that in my life, okay? I've got enough heart rate. I mean, the funniest part was I even had the infinite rocket launcher at this point, so I would literally just no, melt him with too rockets. Much. it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> still be shit. He'd still like bow him. down to his knee, and I'd be like, but he's going to get up. And it's just, he's going <laughs> to get up. Yeah, it's not for me. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, right, well, let's get into uh, the Final Fantasy showcase then. Um, 
Uh, Tom, are you excited about what Square Enix have got planned for Seven, or where are you with Final Fantasy Seven Remake? And all uh, that? I haven't played the original. I've played some of it. I've never been in it, so it's okay. You're in a I, safe area, so I don't area. really have the the nostalgic connection that a lot of people have, which is also, I think, why Seven Remake was divisive. Uh, I won't go into it because it's spoiler heavy. Um, but I've got a friend who loves the original seven and hated the remake. So it's really interesting to see how people feel. Uh, I really liked the remake. I loved what it did with its story and where it went. Um, I don't have too much to say about the stuff that they showed because the, 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 what's it called? Rebirth. Um, the next one, I think. Yeah. Um, they, they barely showed anything. (laughs) It was, it was a pretty short clip. Yeah, we yes, next next winter. Yeah, that's fine yeah. with me. Which is crazy because sixteen's out next year too. Like next year's a pretty chunky year for Final Fantasy. Yeah, content. there's a small there's every chance that rebirth will slip um, into twenty-four for sure. Yeah. Um but I I'll I'm definitely gonna get it because I really, really enjoyed uh seven remake. There are parts of it, the start I thought was pretty slow going. Once you get past a certain point, I think it really hits its stride, and it was really, really great. Um, so yeah, rebirth. I was always going to get anyway. Um, it's nice to see it, and it'll be out when it's out, and the world will play it because it's Final Fantasy VII. Uh, yeah. Crisis Core is the one I'm more interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never played Crisis Core. I am. I never had a PSP uh, or means to play it since. Um, but I know people love Zach and they love that story. I know how that, I know roughly what the story of that game is because um, I wanted to catch myself up on everything Final Fantasy VII before I played Remake. Um, but it'll be interesting to actually finally sit down and play it for myself. I think it's got some weird systems. Um, and that was a nice little surprise. Uh, yeah. Can't yeah. think of what else they announced they showed a couple of the mobile games like there's that ff7 retelling um, thing that's all of it yeah the ever crisis which is like a mobile remake of the the entire story of seven yeah which i think looks great it like keeps sort of that style of the original where it's sort of more chibi characters on the overworld and the fixed cameras yeah um i'm really interested in that and i kind of hope it comes to switch or something so i can play that on a console of a controller um, yeah yeah i think it's got switch vibes I because think it'll hit switch final fantasy 15 got a very similar mobile version it that, did. that, yeah, that that's came right. to switch so yeah. i think it's possible that that might come to other platforms which would be great uh they're doing um the soldier battle royale thing jumping on that while uh, the, yeah while the iron is luke lukewarm at I best. love how the world needs <coughs> Final Fantasy 7 Battle Royale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, what? Really? Yeah. Okay. Everything needs one. Apparently so. it doesn't. Apparently so. Uh, and I think that was everything they talked yeah. about. There was some Pretty merch. Much some merch, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, um, I think... overall, I think it looks all sort of good. I'm, nice. I'm interested in it. Yeah. Crisis Core is interesting because it's multi-platform, but uh, Rebirth isn't. Uh, yeah, so Crisis Core is coming to everything: PS5, Xbox Series X, Switch, and PC. Whereas Rebirth is currently only for PS5. 
Crisis Core looks, uh, the remake looks a lot more like a sort of like they've swapped the models out for slightly better ones. They've redone textures, but it doesn't look like a total ground up remake, mm. um, which yeah. is probably why it can come to stuff like the Switch, because uh, the Switch would blow up if you tried to put remake on it, I think. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. Um, Miles, what did you take from the uh, Final Fantasy goodness? Are you excited for Rebirth? Crisis Core, uh, etc. I just want Crisis Core. I just want Crisis Core. We talked about our <laughs> like top ten games ever, you know, not too many pods ago, and Crisis Core was one I put on there, the original PSP one, because it's it's so fucking good. Like, and Zach is for me one of my favorite protagonists in a game ever. And the only thing that's really like upset me about this new one that they're doing is that they changed his voice actor, and he now sounds awful. And I don't know why they've done it. The new voice actor is garbage. Um, but the story of Crisis Core, I had never played any Final Fantasy pl- prior to playing this on the PSP when I was younger, and it blew me away. I cried at the end repeatedly. I played it through like four times, and it's like a really long, dozens of hours long action RPG. Um, the combat system was really unique. I don't know how well it's going to translate into the now for like newcomers who haven't experienced the original before. Um, I'm going to love it because it's going to be nostalgic and it's going to give me all those feelings of when I was a kid and playing it. And I think it's just a great way of reincorporating a really, really important part of the story back into Final Fantasy VII because it was such a niche thing back then to have on the PSP. And the fact that I even got it on the PSP actually amazes me back then of how big and impressive this game mm. actually was. Um, so that's the massive one for me. I almost kind of audibly screamed when when they announced it. And obviously, without giving too much away about FF7 Remake, Zach's going to have a different role within this trilogy from what we know happened in you know the previous games or the OG games. And that excites me more than anything because we need more Zach in our lives. And when we finally all get to play as him, hopefully you'll all understand and see the same. And um, yeah, I'm super excited. I think part two, like Tom said, it's going to be massive. I'm super excited for it. We're not going to see much about it for a good long while now, and that's fine. They can quietly get on with it and they'll deliver another really awesome game. And I'm excited for that. The first one pulled me in hugely and I didn't play anything else until I rolled credits on it twice. So I think it's a fantastic title. I'm really glad that they're doing them. I know it's been a little bit divisive story-wise, but I like the direction that they're going with it and just some of the ways that they're kind of subverting the originals while still kind of staying true. And now they're going off in their own direction, which I like. Um, Yeah, those were the two big ones for me. Um, The other Final Fantasy stuff, not too interested in at this point, but I'll wait and see on a few of them, but certainly not the Battle Royale stuff that, that can piss off. Um, You're not going to play the Final Fantasy VII Battle Royale. <laughs> Would you believe it? No. But then again, I did say that about Fortnite repeatedly over the course of years. So I'll never rule anything out anymore. But I'm 99.9999% certain I will not play the Final Fantasy Battle Royale, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, all right. We'll, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I get lost. I, I just want my Crisis Core. Once I've got that, I'll There'll be a moment in Rebirth that we won't understand unless we play oh. Final Fantasy VII Royale. Could you imagine they're like, you can only unlock Zach Fair in the new trilogy or something if you only play the Royale for 100 hours? I'll be like, fine, fine, I'll do it. If you insist, I'll do it. It's like we only understand the backstory of Palpatine and the Rise of Skywalker because we played that two-minute section in Fortnite. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Good times. Still Good still times. That happened. Um, I was going to ask Kat, but she's made her, she's made her feelings very clear in Final Fantasy. So, um, yeah. Uh, finally, Dragon's Dogma 2. Um, before we crack on now, I'm gonna make it a mission. I've never played Dragon's Dogma, I don't know what it is, I don't know why everyone's so excited. 
Can someone explain to me why I should be so excited about Dragon's Dogma 2? Because it's fucking amazing. Yes, it's great. <laughs> Dragon's Dogma is okay. awesome. It is one of the best RPGs. Or JRPGs. I don't know what it's classified as, but it is phenomenal. And I played it when I was at uni. This was like maybe 2014. I got around to playing it. And I spent like a good two, three weeks of my summer just playing this game. Um, it's got a really strange combat system. It's got like the grip meter from Shadow of the Colossus. You can like mount creatures and then stab them from all different places. You get these like people who follow you. They're called pawns. And you kind of like, I can't remember if you, you like create your own pawn. And then you can also pull in pawns from other people's games and worlds that they kind of yeah. upload um there's loads of different classes the world was like huge and full of loads of diverse stuff to go do loads of things to kill contracts to do there was a really weird and kind of odd story but it's kind of in that strange engaging kind of way that you kind of feel like you're on drugs while you're playing it but in like a really cool i can't stop playing this to find out more kind of way um it's a really niche game a bit like the original demon souls was but it was just awesome and it was quite tough in places i don't know if you found the same time but it was tough in places and you had to really work hard to get your wins and actually think properly to you know tactically succeed in the game which i loved yeah it's 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 a tough rpg um it paces itself quite weirdly with its difficulty uh it's all like quite stats heavy um but it's great. It's a world that feels dangerous in a yeah. in a way that a lot of like RPG worlds don't. It came out, I think, a year after Skyrim, and I think that sort of pushed people away from it because everyone was so built up on Skyrim. Um, I remember I bought it back when it came out, but I didn't finish it until the PS4 version came out in like 2017. Maybe I I finished it. Um, the last act of that game actually made my jaw drop it's so insane it is crazy um, it's <laughs> wild and it like recontextualizes a lot of the adventure and it's really really cool um the pawn system is one of the most interesting like game mechanics i've ever seen it's like up there with the nemesis system from um war the uh, shadow of mordor um or shadow of war whichever one that first came out um yeah you create you get to create a character and the character creator is pretty detailed. Um, you create this pawn that's a AI companion and the AI is super smart. It's great. Um, it's some of the best like companion AI I've ever seen too. Uh, and then your pawn can be sent into the world online and other players can take your pawn into their world. Um, and the really interesting thing is if you take other people's pawns and they've say beaten a quest you haven't beaten, they'll know things about the quest and they'll inform you on how to progress. It's it's insanely like deep and it's got a ton of little minutiae to it, but it's a system I've never seen done again. I'm really excited that it's getting a sequel because I know it's Suno said when he came back to Capcom, they said he wanted to make Devil May Cry 5 and Dragon's Dogma 2. Those were his like big passion projects that he wanted to get done. And he did DMC5 first. And the like Dragon's Dogma fans, I think, were like, all right, but this means Dragon's Dogma 2 is next. And it is. Hooray. Uh, it's going to be really exciting to see those systems come back because I'm pretty sure they, they'll still be there. They're too ingrained in what Dragon's Dogma is. Um, 
it's just it's just really great the combat's fantastic it's it feels very like an early attempt to westernize monster hunter um there's there's very big monsters like griffins uh you can you can grab on a griffin it can fly off and you could be in midair just stabbing it in the head um it lets you do really cool dangerous feeling stuff and like i said too many rpgs feel very safe um and this is a world where you really sort of have to pay attention to where you are because you'll you'll die quick if you're in the wrong area it's 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 very similar in its design to Elden Ring. It kind of does just sort of let you go and do whatever. And I think um, now that this sequel has been announced, I've seen that um, I saw today, I think it was um, Dragon's Dogma has had its higher highest play account since it came out because of this announcement. And I think it's going to be exciting to see more people excited that this game is getting a sequel. Well, there you go. If you had no idea what Johnny's Dogma was, you sure do now. Um, that's very interesting. I will keep an eye on it. Um, it does sound intriguing. Um, the, original, the original, the original, the original is also on sale all the time. Ooh. It's like four pounds on PlayStation right now, um, and it's only twenty quid normally anyway. Like, so if if listeners or Ross or Cat. Uh, you have the time. It's it's not like an insanely long RPG anyway. It's not like a hundred plus hours. Mm. It's still you know chunky, um, but it's well worth the time. It's just a little bit, a little bit of a slow start, but once mm-hmm. you hit a, a point, it's it's great. It's it's and it's really hard to explain how great it is. Is it being added to the uh PS Plus tiers? Do you know? I don't know. Um, I Let's wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised. Miles, do you have do you have any idea? You seem to keep an eye on that. Uh I'm not certain, but I imagine it would be. Um, I think it's one of those games that was quite like Sony heavy in terms of its publishing um mm. and announcement. So I'd be surprised if it wasn't in there. Um, and I'm, I think I may have seen it on PS Now before. So I imagine if it's been on PS Now, it probably will be in the new tiers. I've, I've just had a look at the list that is there for the um, US list. It's not on there. Uh, yeah. Oh well, it's only three pound nineteen right now on PSN. So uh, maybe maybe I can stretch that out at some point. Um, all right, nice one. Now. With all these games, no need delays and stuff, we've been looking at the PS5 kind of game list for next year. And let's just say it's looking a bit crazy. Um, I'm going to go down a list of so far, at the time of recording, these games are all due in 2023. Okay, you ready? So let's do this. Dead Space, Resi 4, Trails to Azure, Final Fantasy 16, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, Alan Wake 2, Blasphemous 2, Ayudan Chronicle 100 Heroes, Eternite, remember that one from the uh, State of Play that Toby got very excited about, uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink, Exoprimal, Layers of Fears, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Persona 3, Persona 4, Pragmata, remember Pragmata? That was in the 
PS5 reveal showcase. Um, seen nothing about it since, but it is still due next year. Um, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Street Fighter VI, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, The Legend of Naita, Boundless Trails, The Plucky Squire, The Wolf Among Us 2, Trails into Every, and Wolong Fallen Destiny. Now, this is pretty crazy. Uh, that's Fallen Dynasty, sorry, not Destiny. Um, this is going to be another crazy year. I mean, we were, we were saying a couple of years back, like 20, 2020 was a crazy year, and 2021 was a little bit slower, but we're looking for a whole year of PS5 goodness. Um, Cap, are you going to add all this to your backlog? Or is there anything that you <laughs> kind of hoping gets pushed to 2024? Um, well, the thing is, there are a couple of games on here that I'm I'm really excited for. Obviously, Spider-Man 2. That's going to be fabulous. Yes. Um, I cannot fucking wait for The Wolf Among Us 2. Holy yes, that cannot come quick enough. And I'm going to be so sad if it's going to be like December, (laughs) winter 2023, piss off. But yeah, so, but also as well, we've also got, you know, very pessimistic Miles who thinks God of War is going to be pushed to 2023. So we might also have God of War. But, you know, other than that, um, Alan Wink 2 maybe could be worth jumping into. There's there's so much, isn't there? Street Fighter 6 looks great. So, so much. And there's stuff as well in, in the Xbox um, showcase. I know this is PlayStation, but um, in the Xbox showcase, it was 2023. So in a PS5 stake, I've got at least a handful of games that I'm adding to the backlog of next year that I've got my eye on. And then if you want to cross-pollinate, We've got issues. We've got issues for next year. <laughs> so, um, so it's a good haul. It will be it's very exciting indeed. But yeah, I mean, my ones to watch are The Wolf Among Us, Spider-Man 2, uh, potentially Alan Wake 2, but I would need to jump back into Alan Wake because I, I played it so long ago that pff, I don't even remember. I just Like you, I just remember he was a torch in the woods with a car. Yeah, a torch in the woods. That's all yeah, I with a car. Yeah, with a broken down car. That's all I got. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah. That's 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 me, but I know that maybe some others will have quite the extensive list on their hands next year. I mean, there's like Switch as well. A Breath of the Wild two could be 2023 as well. Exactly. When we talk about PS5, like that's a pretty good list. But when you look at cross pollination, oh, look at that! Like like you said, Switch, Xbox, um, Steam. It's just yeah, it's gonna be a good year. And there's going to be a bunch that hasn't even been announced yet. I mean, fucking And then you know, shadow drops, any shadow drops, potentially, who knows? Oh, shadow drops. I love shadow drops. Yeah, and just all the stuff that we've we've seen new IP-wise in the Summer Games Fest um, yeah. that are dropping next year as well. Um, yeah, it's an exciting time to, to be in gaming. But pff, I just want I just want the Wolf Among Us 2. For me, <laughs> personally, in terms of PlayStation 5, this year was much more exciting and is much more exciting for me than the next year, you know, when we have, you know, if think about this time last year when we knew Horizon was coming. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, it need, like time needs to hold. I was wishing those tomorrows away. I was like, come on. Um, and I'm getting in awe of Miles playing it as well. Like I find myself watching him for like 15, 20 minutes and he doesn't even have, he has his headphones in. He has no idea I'm watching. I'm like, man, I fucking love this game. <laughs> Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and then we, you know, we've got Hogwarts Legacy at the end of the year. We've got, um, yeah, we've got Two Point Campus. We've got God of War. We, you know, there was Elden Ring. So I we've think got this 
Stray in four weeks' time. Stray, the cup game is coming to the cup player. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so yeah, me personally, this year was was the year of PlayStation. Um, out of this year and next year, but there's still some exciting stuff to come for PlayStation. Spider-Man Two. I hope it's not the same map. I know it probably will be, but like I think I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what my expectations are. I think it'll be bigger. I think I want to be able to cross the bridge. I mean, I want to go to the other part of New York as well. Yeah, like I'd like to. to I want to go to the five boroughs. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be nice. Um, Miles, um, are you going to quit your job uh, before next year or what? God, I hope so. <laughs> oh, I'm going to need to at this rate. Yeah, I mean, the majority of those games on there I'm at least interested in. Um, I do think God of War will be joining that lineup. I I really just can't see it at the end of this year, I'm afraid. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Um, my other prediction is that I don't think Spider-Man 2 will actually hit next year. I you think, shut um, your mouth. I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I don't think it will. I think Insomniac will take their time with it because I think they really want to get it right. And... I don't know. I just have a weird feeling that we haven't seen anything except for that CGI trailer so far. I don't know. I just get a weird vibe with it, but you never know. Maybe it will. Um, Dead Space remake, super hyped for. Absolutely fucking hyped for that. Um, Wolf Among Us 2 is going to be awesome. I really hope it lives up to the original and that they manage to recapture the magic of the first season because that is phenomenal. There's just loads of stuff next year that I think will interest me. It doesn't like Kat said, it hasn't quite blown me away. I think we have been spoiled where like we've had Dying Light 2, Elden Ring, Horizon, Sifu, all those kind of games have been coming out this year and they've all kind of come out in the space of like two, three months. Um, so I think that's kind of spoiled us a little bit. Um, but I think there's plenty to be excited for. And like Kat said, every time she said cross-pollination, I just imagine this bee carrying games across different flowers or something. Um <laughs> You know, all the different platforms, all the different games that are coming out. Now that I've got this PC as well, thanks again, Roscoe. Um, you know, there's just so much potential, so many opportunities, and I'm really hyped for more games. You know, I'm, I'm going to have to quit my job at this rate. I need to get rich quick. Just to confirm, I didn't buy Marder laptop. Okay. <laughs> just heavily encouraged. That isn't the thing I'm able to do, unfortunately. I wish I could. I wish I could buy everyone laptops, but that would be lovely. I'm not able to do that thing. I mean, that list doesn't even have PSVR 2 on it. It doesn't have PSVR 2. It doesn't have Starfield, Forspoken. You know. Oh, God. Yeah. We're getting spoiled, man. We're getting spoiled. Just got so many. And I know you hope. I know you really want to play Gotham Knights as well. So. Um, yeah. You love Gotham Knights. I, I, I don't even have an answer. You can't wait to play Gotham Knights. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not playing it. It's going to be garbage. I'm sorry. Uh, Tom, what's your most hyped, most looking forward to, most anticipated game for the next uh, 12 months? Uh, Alan Wake Two. Honestly. Oh, the when, game with the, the dude with the torch in the woods. When when that finally got announced, and it's dark. Uh, <laughs> I actually almost cried. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, I love Remedy games. Uh, Control is one of my favorite games of the last generation. It's fucking excellent, and the end of that DLC for Control heavily implied we're getting Alan Wake Two. And so when they finally confirmed it and they said it's survival horror this time, which is a genre I have loved my whole life. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. And that's like absolutely probably my most anticipated game in next year. Um, Final Fantasy 16 is looking fucking awesome. 
um, they've got the combat designer from Devil May Cry 5 on the team, and it's being handled by quite a lot of the team that make Final Fantasy 14, which is a game I play. Um, I have nothing but faith in that game that it's going to be great. Uh, finally, and to see actual gameplay this year was really, really exciting. Um, there's a lot to look forward to next year, though. I think COVID has hit devs way harder than they initially thought it would. Um, and it feels like 2023 is going to be the start of when next gen becomes current gen. Because it's already, it's nearly two years already, which is wild. Um, yeah. And obviously people are still having trouble getting hold of them, which I think is in part why a lot of stuff's still um, cross-platform. Uh, but yeah, Spider-Man 2 as well. I loved the original and I'm glad PC players finally get to jump in on that. Um, I think it's one of the best Spider-Man stories ever told. Um, yeah, it's just, it's it's busy. It's a busy year next year. This year has been somewhat dry for me, uh, like I said earlier, but next year seems to be where it's really, really going to pick up. Mm. Yeah, there's so much, so much coming out, so much to get excited about. And it's, uh, yeah, good old video games. And it's it's amazing as well because people have been trying to sort of lamenting the lack of AAA stuff over the last week that have, that's been revealed in these showcases. And you know, there's still so much to come. There's still so much we don't know about. And we're still looking for dates and times and waiting for things. And, you know, Ragnarok is still up in the air. We don't really know when that's coming out. Um, God knows PlayStation needs to start addressing these release dates because they're just not very good at it, this generation, it would seem. They're being very poor at, you know, nailing down certain times on things. And I know it's been very difficult for developers recently, and it's completely understandable. But, you know, Ragnarok is like their their big hitter this year after Horizon. So, you know, they gotta they gotta nail that down. Otherwise, Miles could be right. It might slip into 2023. And that might be unfortunate because again, we might have another Christmas for Sony where there's not really much there. Um, because everything got pushed sort of the following year. So very exciting times anyway. Very exciting times. Bring on Gotham Knights. Am I right, Miles? No. Oh, I thought you were a fan. <laughs> How long is this going to go on for? Put me out of my misery. I don't yeah, excited, Miles. Come I on. don't want to play this game. Get, get hyped for a Batman game without oh, Batman, dude. It's not going to nah. be a good Batman game. I'm with Miles. It looks garbage. It yeah, does. It, it, it absolutely does. But, uh, you know, it's very fun to tease Miles about at least, it. At least Toby will enjoy it. He will. He'll love it. He'll yeah. love it. He'll love. He'll love running around as Nightwing because he doesn't <laughs> love being Nightwing in Batman games. I mean, what else would you play a Batman game for? Exactly. But exactly. Play as Nightwing. Uh, finally, Ubisoft says it will unveil the future of Assassin's Creed in September, <laughs> which is you know it's not news, but there we go. Um, Ubisoft is saying that there will be there might be another game twenty twenty three. See, a brand new Assassin's Creed could also be coming next year. Um, after Origins and Odyssey and Valhalla, we don't have an Assassin's Creed coming this year. Um, it would seem anyway so far. Uh, so, hmm, I don't really have a question for you guys. Only, um, where are you guys with Assassin's Creed right now? Would you like to see another shake-up in the vein of Origins? Or would you like them to go back to their kind of more simplistic stuff of Two and Brotherhood? Uh, Tom, how are you with Assassin's Creed? Uh... <laughs> well, that um... says everything I need to know, I think. <laughs> Rumor is that this new Assassin's Creed is going to be a live service type thing, and 
I I couldn't want another live action uh, live service game any less. There's too many already, and it. I'm open to seeing what it looks like, and if it even is live service. I think the rumor is that it's going to be something that they expand upon and as more of a platform rather than just a game, but. Those games are too big. I reviewed Valhalla uh, for the last site I wrote at, and it's it's not meant to be played the way I played it. That those games now are so massive; they're meant to be played over like the space of a year. That's why they put in all this new content all the time. Um, I don't know. Those games peaked at Assassin's Creed Two. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, there's, there's interesting Ubisoft stuff is all very homogenous feeling now. It's, it's that same system over and over again, and it works for them, and they sell really well. But it's hard to get excited about seeing the same type of system over and over again. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I think Valhalla. Yeah, I mean, if you're given a week or two weeks to review that game, that's yeah, that's. Not on impossible, I would imagine. Uh, we just why we didn't bother reviewing Valhalla, we just got in and played it and had a good time. Um, Miles, Assassin's Creed, yeah, I'm in quite a similar position to Tom. I think I've bounced off Ubisoft in recent years after I did Odyssey and spent 80 something hours playing it to get the platinum. I just was completely burnt out and I've never really wanted to go back. The last game I enjoyed was Far Cry 5. Um, I wanted to play Far Cry 6, but then I just never did. And I just don't feel like I'm missing out by not playing Ubisoft games at the moment. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like I would much rather than go back to the older style of game. I'm not saying they need to be exactly the same, like they need to go back and remake 2 or anything like that. Quite, quite the contrary. I just want them to... I would personally prefer a more streamlined, more linear, smaller experience, which is more based on quality rather than these huge, expansive land masses of shit to do which i don't care for i know sean really loves the new approach to assassin's creed you know he finds it's almost like a did he describe it as like a spreadsheet where he just ticks things off and he's kind of mindless with it and yeah you know, he finds he finds ubi maps very cathartic he'll just like, yes he'll open everything up and then he'll just go one by one by one by one yeah and he does that you know when he's not working and when he doesn't have 28 kids or something to look after um <laughs> yeah. and, and 20 billion pets yeah and it, it it soothes him, heals his mind. Yeah. Which I, which I get because it can be, you know, you're just like one thing, then another, then another, then another, then another. And uh, before you know it, the map's empty again. Yeah. yeah. And I get that. I think, you know, this style of game suits a lot of people. Like, like we said, it sells well. So I can't begrudge it. Like, you know, it is what it is. It's just, I have no interest in playing Valhalla and I have no interest in playing a live service Assassin's Creed ecosystem of stuff. Um, so I think it's a series that for a long time was my fav- was one of my favorites, but now it's just it's something different now. And I think I've just kind of come to terms with the fact it's just not for me anymore. But um yeah, hopefully it's good. I hope they don't completely screw it up from here. Oh, who knows? We'll see in September. It might be the one game that we're like, oh my god, Miles, you have to play this. <laughs> what well, along with Gotham Knights. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know how much you want to play Gotham Knights. Don't try to lie to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, go on. No. <laughs> um, Kat, how are you with Assassin's Creed? Uh, so I played the second one, a real this is before it was like properly, properly as expansive as it is now. And the thing is, 
they are right like it's, it's really interesting because Assassin's Creed is right in my wheelhouse it is like ding 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 ding, ding light bulbs and yeah I've not jumped in and I watch other people play Assassin's Creed and I'm like I need to fucking get on that because that is and the way that Sean explains it the way that Miles just explained uh, kind of how Sean explains it is exactly what I love brain in a jar let's just do this list of stuff let's go here let's go there let's explore the world I think you know, Tom and Miles have a really good point that eventually, you know, where does that end? And that's where it's looking like at the moment is it's this very copy and paste. I, I weirdly watch all the reviews for when <laughs> Assassin's Creed games come out. Um, I don't know why, because I, I feel like a fan. That's never, I feel like a fan and I feel like I'm in the community, but I've never played the games. And it, it's something that's on my list. I literally started to play Black Flag, which is apparently the best one. And then for whatever reason, I got a different game in my thing and then I completely forgot it. And I was like, oh, now I'm going to have to restart it. Um, it's definitely something that I, it's like The Witcher. It's like, I have to, I have to physically kind of be like, right, do I have a hundred hours? <laughs> and if I don't, then I don't want to start it because I want to dedicate that amount of time to this game. I don't want to like just jump in and jump out. Of course, I will eventually do that when I'm acquainted with it. But right now, I don't want to be in a position where I can only play the first two hours because that's what I did with Black Flag. I tried it. And then for whatever reason, I was reviewing, I was playing a different game or something else came out. And I was like, oh, I've only played two hours. If I'm 16 hours, 17 hours deep, I can jump back in straight away. You know what I mean? Like, I'll know what I'm doing. I'll know what the story is. I'll know where. But there's something about like when you just learn the mechanics of something and then jump out, it's very difficult to repick that up maybe a month later. Um, because you're like, oh, which button does that? Oh, yeah, that does that. And how do I get into my inventory? Oh, blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah. So it is something that's directly in my wheelhouse I guess if it was more online if they're thinking about doing a big online thing that is a bit more jumpy in and jumpy outy um that sounds really interesting to me I would I would absolutely give that a whirl um because it's something a bit different and I'd like to see how that's done especially in the family of Assassin's Creed they say that they're gonna Mm. um cover different historical timelines in one big map and I'm like interesting I want to I would like to see just what that looks like so I'm here for it it might be the first time I jump into an Assassin's Creed game and then kind of fall back to be able to then play the others solo um I don't know but it's in my wheelhouse it's just not something that I've I'm a big fan of, but there are people who I know who are like diehard fans of Assassin's Creed. They play every single game. There's someone that I know who owns a PlayStation just for Assassin's Creed. She only plays Assassin's Creed games. Nice. Um, and so I literally was like, have you heard of Horizon? <laughs> 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 but, you know, they're totally the same. You know, they're not totally the same, but, they're, you know, they're the same little house. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's where I am with Assassin's Creed. But the mm-hmm. new thing sounds awesome. And I think props to them, you know, they, they've taken, well, hopefully they take the criticism on the chin and they don't do that with the, the open world. But um, we'll have to see. But I mean, the, the the desire is still there. The audience is still there. The games are still there. You know, these aren't going away. This is a massive franchise with a massive community. And it always feels in the rev- like the video reviews it's very torn it's very like yes it's amazing to jump back in but 80 hours and then you know really the game only needed to be 60 like only the game only needed to be 40 um but for some reason they do another 40 hours of the same stuff you just did and maybe that's why people are, are getting a bit disgruntled with the series and so maybe they just thought fuck it we'll make we'll do a whole new thing and see if that works 
I'm here for that. I'm here for the inquisitiveness of of the world. Oh, um, the inquisitiveness of the world. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm kind of uh, with you. I don't mind Assassin's Creed. I think what it does, it does very very well, and. I'm always here for that, you know. I'm, I like Ubisoft games. Far Cry Six was a game that I thoroughly enjoyed last year. Um, one that I've enjoyed the uh, the DLC that's gone with it as well. And yeah, I'm all about Ubisoft stuff. I'm very much with Sean in his in his kind of love for just using it as a as a tool to just relax and something else to do. Um, and I really liked Val- Valhalla. I loved Odyssey. Um, not as much as I loved Origins, but um, Odyssey was a was a wild time. It was too big. I, I never finished it. It was just fucking enormous. Um, so whatever they've got up this leave, I'm going to be very interested in seeing uh, because there's, yeah, there's a lot to love about Assassin's Creed. Um, I, I think it always peaked, it peaked with, with the Ezio years, um, you know, to Brotherhood and Revelations, but I've always had a good time with Assassin's Creed games. So yeah, looking forward to whatever comes next. Uh, based on absolutely nothing, uh, I'm going to, go out on a limb and say they're probably going to do ninja slash samurai era stuff because oh, they've said that every year though they said they said assassin's creed china like every year for the past five years people have wanted i think assassin's creed fans have wanted for a very long time a game set in like that era of japan mm. um and with the success of uh Gersa Tsushima. I think we might get it as well as because this is like, oh, we're trying to something a little bit new. They might pepper in the historical period that people have wanted for a long time just to get them initially on board. And if they do that, I am going to buy it because I'm a sucker for that. (laughs) Um, That is maybe the only way for for me to get back in on Assassin's Creed. They're just too massive. Like you said, of Odyssey, that map is ludicrous. Yeah. I spent like eight hours just on that little tutorial island cleaning that up. It's too big. They're too big. Yeah. I remember I, I played through like the opening sort of four or five hours of Valhalla. And I was like, wow, I'm making real progress in this game. And then the, the bloody title credits came up. Uh, it's like, yeah. oh, fuck me. <laughs> I to, to review that game, I played 60 hours of it within like eight days. Oh, <laughs> it was, Christ. it was like you said about how you had shown with a map clearing i'm like that but in a way that's compulsive and that i don't like so i really have to fight that impulse to go to every single landmark mm. uh which is why i haven't finished odyssey or origins and valhalla is the only one i've done since i've started doing this new thing they're really good like podcast games i think you could put like a podcast or an audiobook on in the background and just like run some random little side parts of the game clear the map out spend a couple of hours doing that they're not meant to be played the way i play them for review they're too massive it's insane yeah, yeah you've really got to dedicate your time to it. you've really got to want to play it i think um because it will suck you in for hours and hours and hours and if it doesn't grab you initially then there's probably nothing there for you but you know even even syndicate i love syndicate i love the twins um i thought they were really really cool characters and so you know i've always had a, a little bit of love for um for assassin's creed so Whatever to do next, I am there for. So I can't wait to see how they evolve it yet again. Um, very, very quickly, before we go on to recommendations, um, just to remind you of the Xbox Summer Game Fest demo event, which starts on June 21st all the way to June 27th, where you log into your Xbox and there's just an absolute mega ton 
of awesome demos. Um, they haven't announced all of them yet, but you will be playing something like Severed Steel, uh, Tiny Kin, Broken Pieces, uh, Batora Lost Haven, uh, to name but a few. So if you have an Xbox, keep an eye out for the Xbox Summer Game Fest because all your demos are coming very, very soon. Sounds like I'm being sponsored by them. I'm not. I'm just reminding you, this is a very cool thing that happens once a year. So make sure you don't miss out. All right, then let's get into our recommendations. This is where we find something throughout the week that we think we should share with you, our lovely listener, whether it be a video game, a TV show, a movie, a book, a magazine, or a cat. Um, not our cat, but just a cat, you know, the actual feline cat. Um, cat, why don't you go first? I mean, you can recommend me if you want. I feel I, like I'm a pretty I, good friend. I, I, I recommend you every single week. <laughs> um, my recommendation has gone back to food. <laughs> Yay! 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 Nature food, is healing. Food, because I love food. Um, so I, I'm a big fan of Percy the Pig, but I'll tell you who is underrated colin the caterpillar so colin the caterpillar has some sweets out in marks and spencers and um they slap right so it's pride month (laughs) if you didn't know and colin the caterpillar has these pride sweets out that are rainbows and rainbow hearts and they taste amazing and they're vegetarian as well so go i think that they might even be vegan so they absolutely slap. And also what slaps are the fizzy snakes. They're so flavorful. And I know it's Marks and Spencers, so they're obviously not going to taste like shit. But a lot of the time, you like sometimes like more prestigious places do have stuff that tastes like shit. But these don't. Like little rainbow rainbows that you can eat and they're genuinely multicolored and they're not crappy colors. I don't know. They slap. They were like £1.25 and there was actually loads in the packet and they were really good. So get yourself to Marks and Spencer's, bypass the Percy Pigs for now. Okay, you can go back to him. He's a well-loved favourite. And go eat some corn on the caterpillar, not the chocolate cake, the, the pride sweets, and happy oh, pride okay. month. I was, I, I was going to ask about whether or not they were related to the, the birthday cake. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah, so corn on the caterpillar is the birthday cake, isn't he? So I think, I think he is. I hope he's yeah. not. Someone's going to now tell me the corn on the caterpillar cake is the Morrison's one, but I'm pretty sure it's not. Do they have Any, different names? Yeah. So there was, yeah, they're, they're, hold on, let me see. They do have different names. Oh, my God. Um, Caterpillar, I'm going to just quickly Google it. Caterpillar cake names. I'm sure because I'm, so there's Colin from M&S. Yep, so I was right. There's Callie from Tesco. There's Wiggles from Sainsbury's. <laughs> there's Cecil, the Caterpillar from Waitrose. Charlie from Co-op. And Clyde from Asda. Well, shit me. Yeah, I knew they were names. And yeah, Colin Capital is the Marks and Spencer's one. But yeah, so they're all a little... I don't know. I don't understand where Wiggles has come from. Like, they've all, like, gone with the C's. And then, like, Sainsbury's is just out here with Wiggles. <laughs> Damn. Well, there you go. Yeah. Amazing stuff. That is yeah. the kind of stuff you come to the thing. So, yeah, for, exactly. So, you know, bypass the Percy Pigs. He'll, he'll come back, you know. I'm sure he'll be in a car ride another, guy, another time. But, yeah, go get the Pride Suites from M&S. And happy Pride Month to all LBGP. LB, fuck's oh, sake. Wow. LGBTQI+. Plus. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Um, well done. <laughs> oh, man. All right, there many C's and caterpillars and Collins. And- there is a lot, of C's, a lot of C's. Um, Tom, have you got anything to recommend for us this week? Uh, I'm gonna recommend Dragon's Dogma. I'm gonna do it. Nice, it's on, it. it's on sale, I think, on every platform it's available on. 
uh it's a bargain if especially now elden rings come out i think a lot of people are going to be looking for a similar experience because that's so different for the landscape and dragon's dogma has a fair bit of similarity in its design uh, i think it is well worth a look uh and to get people into it before the sequel comes out sweet there we go dragon's dogma check it out immediately uh £3.19 currently on psn um i'm sure it's uh, similar prices elsewhere as well um now it is time for our podcast within a podcast where we review obi-wan kenobi episodes on disney plus so we've called it hello there so, hello there hello there hello, <laughs> hello there, there miles <laughs> hello there for episode five of Obi-Wan Kenobi. This was a better episode. Where the fuck was this for the last four episodes? <laughs> Where was it? This was freaking a Star Wars episode of television. Yes, this was the good shit. This I was abs- the stuff we've been waiting for. I absolutely loved this episode. It was bloody awesome. Um, so Toby, go fuck yourself. Actually, actually, Toby messaged me today and he said, hold on, I will pull it up and I will quote him. Because he has also acknowledged that it is finally good for this one episode. So Toby said, I was going to say the final 20 minutes was actually good Star Wars. <laughs> he said, best it's got so far. <laughs> so that's yeah. something. We're on what progress. A glowing review for this. The show. last the 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I won't get into, won't get into uh, spoilers or anything, but what were your favorite moments? Without spoiling it? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Uh, all the bits that I can't spoil, basically. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Uh, the third sister, um, Vader, and Obi Wan Kenobi—they're my favorite bits. Vader just fighting with his hands, like, yeah, oh. you, can't, you can't touch me! You can't touch me! You can't touch me! And then grabbing a lightsaber in the air, and oh, that scene is just absolutely sick. You know, like in Rogue One, the end of the 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 bit where he like lands on the starship and then he just murders all of those rebels like in absolute glory it's like that but even more dope like i don't know how they managed to make him even cooler than that scene but it finally feels like they're capturing the vader from like the extended universe days Mm. um where he's actually like super op and they're actually showing just how like insanely powerful he is compared to basically everybody else at this point um and yeah just some a couple of the fight scenes are wicked there's a couple of i won't spoil what's in them but there's a couple of flashback scenes which are interwoven into. they're so good so good i was like who wrote this episode why didn't they write all of it like it's interwoven perfectly with what's going on in the current timeline and it's just it was beautiful i was like this is what i wanted from the entire show and i finally got it five hours in yep Absolutely. Um, I do have I do have a couple of nitpicks, but yeah, I do as well. Go on. Um, well, you know, the Inquisitor, yeah, creep, creeping up behind Vader and then setting off your lightsaber and screaming. Yeah. I mean, that ain't gonna work. No, y'all got to remember this guy's Darth freaking Vader. You know what I'm saying? And at this point, he's just pulled an entire spaceship out of the sky. You got to sneak up on him. You got to sneak up on him. You know what I mean? Like Kylo. Oh, bloody hell. But uh, yeah, there were some there were some dumb Obi-Wan choices, as ever. Oh. Um, but I don't know why they had these two giant turrets to take down the door and then she just <laughs> opened it with her lightsaber. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> we're not even going to talk about how stupid that was. Also, the bit where they get inside, the stormtroopers are like advancing, right? And they're literally probably 
less than a meter away from the closest rebel and they're somehow missing completely and i know it's obviously a joke that stormtroopers can't hit shit but it looks ridiculous they are literally a meter away and none of these rebels are getting hit by anything so funny it's so funny there's like 50 stormtroopers and i was like the empire is meant to be this all-encompassing oppressive force that's currently like oppressing the entire galaxy and its troopers can't hit someone from a meter away it's it's like taking the joke of it, but way too far to the point where it's like, that just looks stupid now. Uh, I yeah. wish they turned that down a bit. Yeah, and there are some dumb, dumb choices. But at the same time, this is much better. Bring much. on the final episode. Honestly, if the final episode is as good as that, heaven forbid it manages to top it, then maybe they've reconciled the rest of this series. Bring on the Jar Jar cameo for the finale. That's all we need. It's going to happen. It's oh, going to happen. Oh, mate, can't wait. Well, that was our podcast within a podcast. Hello there, which will end next week with the final episode. Oh, we just uh, got used to it. I know, but what a joy. I'm sure we'll be back for Ahsoka and Andor and Mando Series 3 when it comes around. It's going to be busy. Between all the yeah. games and all the Star Wars series, we now have to watch for the sake of the podcast within the podcast. <laughs> We're not going to have any time. We're, it'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Um, right then, let's get into Out This Week. And Out This Week, don't forget, Fall Guys is going free to play tomorrow or today. If you're listening to this on the day it goes up, it is now free on Xbox, PS4, PS5, Xbox Series, Switch, PC, just basically everywhere you can get Fall Guys is now free to play. So if you've been admiring about Fall Guys, it's now free. So just download it and check it out because Fall Guys is a lot of fun and gets gets a bad rap, I think. So, yeah, I'm going to download it tomorrow. We're going to check out all the new courses. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Wreckfest comes to Nintendo Switch on the same day, June 21st. Uh, Shadowrun Returns comes to PS5, Xbox Series X, also on June 21st, as does Shadowrun Dragonfall. I don't know what that is, but it looks pretty cool. Um, Road of Champions, that roller skating action adventure racing thing game from uh, Ubisoft, uh, that comes to Nintendo Switch on June 21st, or currently available on Xbox if you want to play it there as well. Um, the Elder Scrolls High Isle uh, DLC also comes out on June 21st. More stuff coming out on June 21st, including the Milky Way Prince, the Vampire Star. That looks very nice. Coming to PC as well. Let's see. June 23rd, Sonic Origins is coming out on all the things. And this is Sonic 1, Sonic 2, Sonic 3, and Knuckles, all bundled up in a nice collection for £33 if you haven't ever played the bloody originals. Um, I can't wait for this. I'm going to buy it because I've got to buy Sonic 2 again, apparently, because I hate myself. June 23rd. Now, this is what, something I want to talk about because the enhanced edition of the OG Blade Runner video game is coming out to PS4 and PC. Now, I played this on my PC when I was like, when I was a youngling, very much like the ones that Anakin destroyed during Order 66. And I loved this game so much. It was such a cool, isometric cyberpunky game and i can't believe it's coming back out so if you if you're into that kind of thing it's just freaking wicked um and very cool to see it live and kicking again um so don't miss it because it's gonna be great um is that this week maybe it's this week um outriders world slayer is coming out you may have heard us talk about this uh, the other week uh during one of the one of the conferences i can't remember which one was it summer game fest i think it was summer game fest um, that's coming on June 30th, and so is Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, which we discussed earlier, uh, for Nintendo Switch and PC. So yeah, it's, it's not a bad week this week. And also, don't forget to check out Thinking Guns for all the latest reviews and stuff. 
But that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all very much indeed for listening. Don't forget, if you want to follow us, you can follow us absolutely everywhere. Just go to the link tree in the description below to find us in all the places. If you follow us on Twitter, you can absolutely do that too, just at F-N-G-R-G-N-S. If you want to follow us individually, you can also do that. All of our handles are in the description below, except for Miles, of course. He's smart and not on Twitter. And Tom's is there now as well. If you really like what we do, you want to follow our Patreon for $1 a month. You can keep this podcast live on its various podcast listening services and keep the website nice and shiny. But that's it. Thank you very much indeed, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in once again to the Thingy on the podcast. It is goodbye from Miles Thompson. Oh, well. It is goodbye from Kat. Bye-bye. It is goodbye from Tom. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. I've been Roscoe. Oh, do you want to hear about my, my Fortnite story that I forgot to talk about? Yes, earlier? yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Right, an outro. okay, before we go, here's a story for you. So, I was playing Fortnite the other night, uh, just on my own in squad, just having a lovely time with some randoms, and I like to listen to podcasts while I play Fortnite, because, you know, Fortnite's a quiet game, really, and I can listen to podcasts while I play, and, you know, get two things done at the same time. I was listening to a spoiler special um, made by Empire Magazine for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and it was all going, all going swimmingly well, and then my game stopped. And I was like, oh, what the hell's going on? Turns out one of the people I was playing with hadn't seen Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and my mic was on on my on my controller. And I got banned for 24 hours. No. No. <laughs> That's a great story. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, some fucker but... reported me because I was listening to a podcast. I mean, spoilers are a big deal, man. It's not cool. I didn't realize my mic was on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think they reported you for it though. Like, yeah. That's when I was just... always like, fuck this guy, and just banned me from time. They could have just messaged you being like, mute, please. Yeah, they could have. They could have just turned me off. But no, this guy went whole hog and was like, get this guy off the game completely. That is savage. I wonder, like, yeah. what did he report to Epic? Was he just like, this person's playing abusive noise and spoilers down the mic, and I don't want it anymore. Please ban him. Assumedly. That's a crazy level of spite. It, it yeah, really right. is. So there you go. That was my Fortnite story. But I'm back on it now. And my mic is muted. Thanks to the glorious button on the PS5 DualSense controller that I now know where it is. Oh, I've got that set to be off at all times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. I'm going to thought we'd finish on a nice little story. Thank you very much, everyone. My name is Roscoe. We'll see you next time on the Finger Guns Podcast.